Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. lovers who want to travel the world seeing their favorite filming locations or who want to visit museums or hometowns or their favorite actors and actresses. But, you know, I was talking to my husband and I couldn't really come up with this like really little punchline for what this podcast really was because it's so much more than that. We're going to be talking about themed cruises you can take and restaurants you can go to and conventions that are all based around your favorite film and TV show. So I am thrilled that you're here and excited about all of this like I am and that you want to learn about more. A little bit about me. My name is Lisa Iannucci, and not only am I the founder and host of this podcast, I'm also the author of On Location, the film and TV lover's travel guide. It's my latest book that will be released in February 2018, just in time for the Academy Awards, by Globe Pico Press. I'm also a regular contributor to TravelPulse.com, where you can find articles of mine on film and TV travel, and I'm the founder of a website called The Virgin Traveler. So I want to give a shout-out before we start to our real travel sponsor for this podcast, who's White Sand Travel, and a special hello to Judith White, who is the founder of White Sand Travel, and they are located in Georgia. And White Sand Travel, they've seen hundreds of couples settle for a cookie-cutter honeymoon only to end up disappointed with a discounted experience, and that breaks their hearts. I know, Judith, it breaks their hearts. As romance travel agents, their mission is to help you curate the magical experience that you dream of without having the stress of planning it on your own. They have services and individualized attention. They provide you with a package that's tailored to your specific needs and desires. So from the moment you meet with them until the time you get back from that honeymoon, you are treated like the VIP that you are. And you need to give them a call today at 770-469-7370 or visit them at their website, whitesandtravel.net. They also have a Facebook, Sand Travel JW, and a Twitter, White Sand Travel. And the cool thing about actually mentioning honeymoons on a show about film and TV travel is I just did an interview with Brides Magazine because they wanted to hear about People, you know, who have gone on a Star Wars-inspired honeymoon, how can you do that? Who's done it before? Star Wars on a honeymoon, isn't honey, aren't honeymoons supposed to be like where you sit and put your feet in the sand and just sit back and you're finally done with all the planning and you just want to relax? You know, of course, that's what it used to be, but not anymore. A lot of people are combining their love for one thing, which is either film or TV, and their love for each other, and they're going out and traveling and seeing the world and Star Wars-inspired honeymoons are a thing, so check it out. So let's first talk about the things that I've been hearing since I started this podcast. My book has already gone to press, and I'm still hearing about more venues, more destinations that are actually 
doing something related to film or a TV show, and I want to make sure that you guys are updated on everything that you can do. So I'm going to talk about two places that just popped up recently in New York City that I'm excited about. And the first one is if you are a fan of the movie Breakfast Tiffany's or a fan of Audrey Hepburn's or both, then you can actually now order breakfast at Tiffany's. The jeweler, 56 years later, has finally created a cafe. It's called the Blue Box Cafe where you can go and order breakfast and enjoy the fact that you are there. And Tiffany's is where, obviously, Audrey Hepburn snapped on a pastry and she gazed into the shop window. And you can recreate that for yourself as well. So there's one movie, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and then there's a television show, The Stranger Okay, for those of you who like The Stranger Things, I still have to get into the second season. I can barely get past the first episode of the first season because I'm a wuss. So I'm trying to get into Stranger Things, but I know so many of my friends are obsessed with this television show. And if you're in New York City, you may want to book a hotel room at the Gregory Hotel because they actually have a Stranger Things fan experience now. And it's going to last until August 30th, 2018. And you will be able to do everything from stream every episode of Stranger things in your room. There are there will be canned house wine. There will be healthy scoop sleep protein to help you catch some much needed Z's, especially after binge watching two seasons. There's so much more. You can munch on Eggo waffles. You'll know the connection there. And you'll even get a friend's don't lie coffee mug to keep. I'm not going to give out prices on the show because what I want you to do, I don't know um, if Prices change as we're on the podcast, so just go to the Gregory Hotel website where you can find out all information, including the price. And if you can't get enough of Stranger Things, you can also go to Atlanta's Bellwood Quarry where several notable scenes in the series were filmed. So either check out New York City or check out Atlanta, Georgia. Um, You know, you'll be able to, of course, continue your love of your show, Stranger Things. So those are two, just two of the things that are coming across my desk. There are a lot more and I'm really excited about it. There's uh, studies now being done about the amount of people who are doing film and TV tourism travel, and it's increasing rapidly. So uh, that's exciting to find out too. So on this episode of Real Travels, I'm actually focusing on Field of Dreams, and it was one of my favorite movies growing up. I'm a huge baseball fan, but the one cool thing is that this is not just a baseball movie. This is a movie with a message, and I love the movie. Um, And you have an opportunity to go to Dyersville, Iowa, where you can step right where they film this. And that's who I'm bringing on the show to talk about is Denise Stillman. She um, works with the Field of Dreams movie site. She'll tell you all about it. But it's exciting, and I guarantee you that at the end of this interview, you'll be looking up a way to book your trip to Dyersville, Iowa. So check it out. Okay, so on this episode of Real Travels, I want to welcome Denise Stillman. I love this title, Chief Preservationist, Field of Dreams movie site. Denise, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate the opportunity to share what we what we know and love about Iowa with your listeners. Well, you know, we're talking Field of Dreams, and for me growing up, it was one of the most iconic movies ever made. All you had to do is say the one line. Say it for me, Denise. The one line that's the most famous line from that movie. There's several, but the one I hear most is, is this heaven? Wow, I was going to go to the, if you build it, they will come. Like I said, there's so many of them. There's so many of them. And technically, 
the first time that said, if you build it, he will come. Bob Costas was the one that corrected me on that uh, several years ago. (laughs) He's a huge fan of the movie, too. I stand corrected. If you build it, he will come. (laughs) And, you know, you're right, though. I mean, there are so many awesome lines and awesome scenes, you know, one of the ones where where a man's telling right people will come, and he's also at the same time he, he he's being told that he's going to lose everything in the morning, and there's this like pull from him on both sides on what do you do, you know? I mean, I'm we're I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's one of the most powerful uh, scenes to me because what what do you do, you know, when 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 you're faced with a decision like that? But before we get into that, um, you know, we might even have some people who have not even seen the movie yet, who are tuning into this broadcast to find out what Field of Dreams is all about. So tell them a little bit about the movie, even from a fan perspective, um, and and what made it so amazing. Wow. So I was in my teens when that movie came out, and I didn't have a clue about what that impact that movie would have on Americana over the next several decades until we forward till today. But I was in college. I loved the soundtrack. The soundtrack is actually what drew me in. I'm a music lover, and I used to play that soundtrack while I was studying in college, and it just always helped me focus. And um, But it, when it got to the, the part, the music that they play when uh, Ray Liotta first comes out, when Shoeless Joe first comes out on the lawn, that always gives me goosebumps, the, the uh-huh. bass and the piano in that. So. Um, that has a special place in my heart because it, I always listen to it, um, and it, uh, it reminds me back of those those teenage days. But the movie itself has really grown into somewhat of a, um, I call it a Wizard of Oz for baseball because it's shown now rep- repetitively on TV, just like the Wizard of Oz, around the same time of year, sometimes twice a year around Thanksgiving and Easter, we've noticed. Um, and it's taken on a life of its own. It does have a kind of a pop culture as you said, the, the the lines in the movie are are pretty popular. They've kind of become part of our our vernacular now. So it's um it's a baseball movie, but more importantly, from what I have talked to fans who come to the movie site, it's more of a story about redemption and second chances. And you could have any sport in there. It could have been a, a football field and a football player came out, I suppose. But the fact that it's baseball, I think, hits the core of what our country focuses on when they talk about sports. In, in relationships and particularly fathers and sons in the movie, but we have, you know, moms and daughters and fathers and daughters who have that same type of relationship um, that's come, they come to the field to really talk about and heal. And um, what's cool about this movie is like you said, you know, you didn't realize the impact. Um, and I actually pulled up a statistic that it was, it was, um, well, a fact about it. It was named by the American Film Institute as the number six fantasy film of all time, um, which I, I thought was fantastic. I mean, it's in such company as The Wizard of Oz, Lord of the Rings, It's a Wonderful Life, King Kong, and then Miracle on 34th Street, and then Field of Dreams. Just to show you guys that if you haven't seen this movie, you need to see it because it's that good. Look at the company that it's in. And now it, it's, you know, it, it's a little, it's based off of a novel. It's based off of a novel called Shoeless Joe, and the whole idea of this is that Ray's this farmer who hears these voices telling him to do this, and some people think he's crazy, you know, and, and how do you validate that you're hearing this, you need to do this, 
And where do you go from there, you know, especially when you have a situation where your farm is not making enough of money, you really should be moving on, what do you do? So, yes, it's it, like you said, it's a baseball movie, but it, there's so much more heart and, and passion to this movie um, and in-depth, you know, topics that, that people talk about when, when they come to this field. I mean, the, the relationship between him and his dad, you know, and, and how many times, you, we talked about this before, how many times have you seen this movie? Oh, my gosh, <laughs> I've lost count. Um, Somewhere between twenty five and forty, I just I I kind of lost count. Wow, wow! Now you know I'm asking you that because I, I want to actually get into how you got to be part of the Field of Dreams movie site. Um, bring me, you know, tell the audience a little bit about how that all happened because you're not the original owner of the farm. And I want to, you know, tell people how you kind of came along and, and, and where what your part is in this. No, no, you're right, Lisa. I'm not an original owner. The original owner is Don Lansing. And I have to tip my cap to him because he is the one who said yes to NBC Universal, or then it was just Universal Studios, to go ahead and use his farm and his house for the movie. Without him saying yes, we wouldn't have had what we have all been able to enjoy either in the movie or in the movie set today. So my role in this came in, began in 2010. Um, I was a baseball mom at the time. My son, who's now 16 and completely focused on golf, sadly enough, but he was playing travel ball for many years. And he, um, he, I would sit on the sidelines as a hospital executive and, and trying to watch all this um, business of travel baseball and figure out how it works. And one of those people, I just sit there and I kind of zone out a little bit sometimes in between plays and thinking about how this group of uh, young boys has this mecca in Cooperstown, New York, that they go to in this sig- you know signature 12-year-old year. And I thought, what if we could repeat that or make it better or move it so it's in the middle of the country and more accessible to everyone? And along that same, I think, same month or so, when I was sitting thinking about that on the sidelines, someone told me that the Field of Dream movie site in Iowa was for sale. And I said, wow, wouldn't it be cool if we could create a Cooperstown-like experience but make it even better and tied to some iconic place like the Field of Dreams and build it in the middle of the country? So I put together ideas. I talked to many other baseball coaches. Again, I was just a baseball mom and knew with a little bit that I knew. And um, my son's dad, he was coaching at the time from his perspective how things worked. But I needed some market research. I needed some um, some other perspectives and built a business plan that I presented to the Don Lansing and his wife about what I would like to do if they would allow me to buy that farm. So it took several years to get through that process. But by January 2013, excuse me, yeah, January 2013, we had made a, a deal. I took over the farm with a group of investors who helped me put together the money to do it. I did not have that money on my own. But then from January 2013 all the way through um, till today, we've been doing things to enhance the availability of the farm. You know, we, we rent it out now so people can actually play games there. We have a lot more games there. We have weddings there. We have special events. We have a big event called Dreams that just happened Labor Day weekend. It happens every day, Labor Day weekend. So that's how I got involved. I just had a passion for 
doing real estate investing. That was something I loved doing. Um, taking my experience building a hospital, which was my last big gig as a hospital executive, and taking that construction experience and putting it into something that I thought was going to be pretty easy, building baseball fields. But it turns out raising the money is the harder part. But we are, <laughs> we're taking now that field of dreams, preserving it. Because the reason I call myself a preservationist, Lisa, is because that farm, like Ray Liotta and, you know, uh, Kevin Costner experienced, that farm would not make enough money on its own uh, with um, having a big mortgage on it when, when the Don Lansing sold the property to us. So we needed to find a way for that to make more money. So we thought of other ideas, like you could put an amusement park next to it, you could build hotels, you could make it like you know, like the Lake of the Ozarks or something, some sort of tourist trap. But instead, I said, let's mm-hmm. do something that makes sense. Let's bring the interest of the Field of Dreams going on way beyond the release of the film. So that's how I got to where I am today. We're going to talk a little bit more in detail about that. But the idea that, you know, if you're a fan of this movie, you can actually go and stand where they filmed and, and where they, you know... Um, Set many of these iconic lines, and that's what I love about doing this podcast is bringing those opportunities to the fans of the movies and say, go, go visit it, go stand there, go be a part of that, because when you're on the field or you're in a spot where they filmed your favorite movie, the feeling is crazy. I mean, you just feel like you can <laughs> just see it all, you know, and, and tell people a little bit about, the, the tours and, and the, the um, things that they can do as a fan of the movie, you know, when they get there. Does it cost them anything to do this or, you know, to come see the, the, the field? No. So so the best part about I, what I feel best about when we took over the field is we wanted to keep everything just like it was so that people could come to the field for free. It, and it's almost like it's, it's like a shrine, and it would be sacrilege to charge when to come into a shrine because that's how people mm-hmm. feel about the Field of Dreams movie site, that it's it's a religious experience when they come, just like you described, being able to walk in the field, being able to walk out in the corn and come back out of it just like the ghost players did. And then now since last fall, for about a year now, we've opened the home for the first time in years for people to come in and see the movie sites that were filmed inside inside the house. So there's no charge to come to the field. You bring a, a bat and a a glove and a ball, and even if not, we have that for rent in, in the gift shop. But usually there's people on the field, especially July and August, there could be 50 to 100 people on the field. It's a lot of people um, busy in the busy season, but there's always a pickup game going on. It's the only, I call it, major league extra ballpark where there's always a game of pickup baseball going on. So you could do that if you're not athletic or you don't like baseball to, to play it, but you like to watch it. There's two sets of bleachers the original bleachers that were built by Kevin in the movie, by his character, and um, even his carving on the top the top uh, seat, the top plank says Ray Loves Annie. That's still there. So people can take pictures of that and, and see that. So that's all free and, and, and available to anyone who wants to come. And all we ask is, you know, if you can help support us with a souvenir purchase or we ask for contributions to help pay for the the grounds crew, because that's probably one of our most expensive things in the summertime. But then now they can go for tours in the house, and that we do charge for because we have staff that runs that, and it's a little more uh, labor-intensive. But it's a private 
uh, with 10 only people. It's not a big group tour. It's only 10 people because it's a, it's a, it's a regular house. You can only have so many people in comfortably. And um, it's a live guided tour with a docent. And we have tremendous, if you look at our TripAdvisor reviews, we have tremendous reviews of our, our tour guides. They're ghost player, uniform-dressed guys that tell the stories that came out of the filming. They talk about the different scenes that were filmed in different areas and the relationship between really small nuances in the movie that most people don't know about um, and things that happened at the farm while they were filming that are kind of crazy that I'll, I'll leave for the tour when they get to come, so I don't want to spoil the surprise. But that's a $20 ticket, and there's also lower rates for military and seniors and kids. So they can purchase those in advance, or they can purchase them on site. Typically, spring and fall, there's no problem getting into a tour. It's the summertime when they're sometimes booked up um, if you have a specific you know hour that you'd like to go because they they run every uh, 45 minutes. So it's a, it's a fun way to experience the field now, and it's a great way for the movie lovers particularly to enjoy and take in those scenes that they really love from the movie. And the cool part about it, too, is if you've been to the field before, like you said, you opened the house now, so it's worth a visit back, you know, and, and, and go see yeah. something that you didn't see before. Yes, exactly. We have a lot of return guests who said, gosh, I came in 1995 and I always wanted to see in the house and see what it looked like and so that it looks like the Kinsellas still live there. You can only tour the first floor because we do have offices and there's private living space upstairs, but um, but you get a good feel for everything. The only scenes you don't get to really appreciate are, you know, the parts of the house that were considered the bedroom for, for Ray and Annie, but uh, and then mm-hmm. I guess Karen too. Karen's bedroom's upstairs, but outside of that, everything else is downstairs, and it's pretty cool. You know, let me ask you too, because you know we talked about the fact that this was the movie from when we were growing up, and nowadays a lot of the people who watch this movie, granted it's on TV a lot, but do you see the kids, like the younger kids today, coming out and and seeing, you know, the, the field and under understanding really what this movie was all about. I mean, we're talking a whole video game generation. Do you think they get it? Do you think they understand the impact of this of this classic movie? Here's the really cool part, Lisa. The the business we're building next to it, the, the Cooperstown like experience is called All Star Ballpark Heaven. We are already hosting tournaments with that uh with that brand if they're not in our fields because our new new fields aren't built yet adjacent to the field of dreams. Again, we're preserving the field just like it is. And way out in the corn, there's about 300 acres that are going to be part of this whole venture. So we're keeping everything, which is about 20 acres, about the movie site. That's all the same. So don't worry, we're not disrupting that. But out deep in the corn, we're building this new facility. And those kids that come for the tournaments we've had and hosted now for three years, they are asked by their coaches to watch it or their coaches host to practice. Their baseball coaches host to practice and the teams watch it as a whole. So what we anticipated and dreamed of, this new venture that would perpetuate the love of the movie, is happening already. And when these little boys come for tournaments, Memorial Day and Labor Day, I'm sorry, Memorial Day and Fourth of July weekend, they come to the field having seen the movie, and they, I see kids 11, 12, 13, 14, doing the same thing that their coaches are doing and saying, oh, my God, this is so cool. And then we also show those baseball teams, if they haven't seen it, we show the movie on a Saturday and Sunday night during the tournament on center field on a big inflatable screen. So they're watching the movie right next to the corn where Ray 
hears the voice for the first time. So the kids get goosebumps. The dads love it. It's a really nice experience. You know, the one thing we haven't mentioned is that you're located in Dyersville, Iowa, correct? And tell people, do you have a season? Do you stop, like, at a certain point of the year with your tours and then reopen at a later time? No, actually, the tour... Yeah, the home tours are open 360 days a year because we do have people that pass through all year long, even when it's freezing cold. Now, for inclement weather or if the we cannot actually get a plow into the, if the snow is really hard, we do close for extreme weather. Um, but and we have limited hours. They're, they're shorter hours during the winter months. But we're open 360 days for tours. The gift shop outside is only open from April 1st through November 30th. And we have shortened hours, uh, weekends only, and shortened hours. Um, they just have to check the website in November. But, uh, yeah, the corn stays up till early November, even though our farmers typically, everybody else takes it down. They leave the corn right around the field up until early November, so they have the maximum enjoyment at the field. But um, it's, uh, it's, it's a seasonal business with a long-term component of having the home tours now because our staff is there all year long. Nice. So tell people in case they want a book, which they should be doing. And first, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it. Because I'm going to tell you, two nights ago it was on TV, and I watched it again. So you're definitely <laughs> going to be able to find it on TV a lot. But even if not, go to the library, go to you know um, Amazon, go wherever you need to go, watch the movie, because then afterwards something tells me you're going to be booking a trip to Dyersville, Iowa, to go stand on this site. I'm going to go there next year. I'm going to stop by. And it, you know, I I want to see I want to meet you too, Denise. We're gonna have coffee. We're gonna say hi, and you know, um, just let the people know where they can go online to get more information about what you guys do. Sure, absolutely. Thanks for that. If they go to fieldofdreamsmoviesite.com, or if they want to type less, they can put F O D. FODMovieSite.com, and everything from our calendar to tickets for the tours, information about the Team of Dreams event, that's, like I said, that's a big thing that will happen next Labor Day. We're already selling fantasy player tickets for that game, so what people can do is they can buy a spot to play on the Field of Dreams, under the lights, with people like Ozzie Smith, Frank Thomas, Wade Boggs, who's one of our owners, um, Steve Carlton, we've had Rod Carew, we've had so many MLB Hall of Famers in the past, and you can actually buy a spot to play with them. And that's all, all that information is online too, but fieldofdreamsmoviesite.com or fodmoviesite.com. Now you just said in there, Wade Boggs is one of your owners? He is, he is. He's a fantastic guy, and he comes back every year and brings his friends with him to come play. That's awesome. I mean, you know, that's one thing I love about this because if you're a baseball fan, it's for you. If you're a movie fan, it's for you. And combine the two, I mean, you can't miss. You absolutely can't miss. So check out the Field of Dreams movie site and, you know, book your trip and see the movie. Bring your kids. I mean, like we were talking about before, it's, it's definitely something for the kids to see and experience. And, Denise, you have been absolutely amazing for this interview. And thank you so much for being a part of this and part of Real Travels today. I really do appreciate it. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Lisa. I look forward to having coffee with you next year. 
And I definitely look forward to having coffee with her next year um, because, like I said, it's just an amazing experience to stand there. And, if, again, if you haven't seen it, you'll understand what I'm talking about once you've seen the movie. It's where exactly you want to stand. So thank you so much, Denise, for coming on Real Travels. And now I want to turn my attention to my Celebrity Minute and I'm super giddy about this because I had a chance to interview Wendy Malik from Hot in Cleveland and Don't Shoot Me, Frasier, Grace and Frankie, so many more other shows and movies she's been in. I had a chance to interview her when she was in her Darrow and Darrow movie. It was a Hallmark movie and mystery. And if you want to check that interview out, you can go to ff2media.com and look up Wendy Malik, and you will see my interview with her. And she was really um, very, very happy to participate in my Celebrity Minute. And she talks about her travels around the world and especially related to one particular movie, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. So let's take a listen. Hi, this is Wendy Malik, and I am remembering the first time I went to Durango, Colorado, and friends who lived there took me by that giant rock from which Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid had to leap down into the river far below because those guys were after them. The law was closing in on them. They had no, no choice. But at that point, um, the Robert Redford character admitted that he didn't know how to swim. And Paul Newman said, hey, it doesn't really matter. The fall's probably going to kill us anyway. And then they left and screamed, Shit! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you, Wendy. Okay. <laughs> Wendy asked me, she goes, can I curse at this one? And I said, of course you can. Even though I want to be a family-friendly podcast, of course, movies don't always do that. They'll have curse words here and there. And I was like, Wendy, of course you can curse. It's not a problem. She was so awesome, and I'm so excited that she decided to do that for me. And I got, guys, I hope you like the show. I mean, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter at Virgin Traveler. And you can also, um, you know, email me. But please just share the word about it. And thank you so much for, um, you know, checking it out. I want to thank Wendy and Denise and, of course, my Real Travel sponsor, Judith White from White Sand Travel. Please give her a call or check out her website at whitesandtravel.net. And before you put the podcast aside for the day, go to Amazon and pre-order my book on location and film a TV lover's travel guide. You can also check out my work on TravelPulse.com and my articles on The Virgin Traveler. Until the next episode, thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.